The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. The Pet Buzz gives you the latest 411 on everything pet related. Everything pet related. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic Pet Duo. Kentucky Derby. We're happy to present one of our most exciting shows of the year. This is our Kentucky Derby edition, celebrating the 147th year of the run for the roses. You know, I'm not going to be at Churchill Downs for the party. Instead, I'll be having a house party with horse racing enthusiasts and other friends. And I'm going to make sure to share our upcoming party on the Peppa's social media channels. But before we get started, let me tell you who is going to be joining the big show today. In segment four, famed bookmaker Johnny Ovello is joining us. Johnny was the win Las Vegas sports book director before leaving the company to join DraftKings. Now he serves as the head of DraftKings Sportsbook. He's joining us to talk about betting on KY Derby. Three in segment three, notable racing journalist and author Steve Haskin is joining us to talk about the contenders. Steve's insight always leads to more excitement leading up to the days before the greatest two minutes in sports. 
In the next portion of the show, Darren Rogers, Senior Director of Communications at Churchill Downs, will be joining us to talk about Derby Week and how COVID procedures, policy, and protocols will affect this year's Derby. So now we're going to answer your questions about the famous KY Derby. So our first question was posed by Tanya from Missouri. She wants to know why the Kentucky Derby is so special. So I'm going to answer that question. So Tanya, since its founding in 1875, the Kentucky Derby has become the biggest professional horse race in the world. Just a reminder, the Kentucky Derby presented by Woodford Reserve is a top ranked grade one stakes race for three-year-old thoroughbred horses. The race distance is one and one quarter miles long, and it's run on a dirt track at Churchill Downs in Louisville, Kentucky. You know, really what's really interesting is that each year millions of people tune in to watch their favorite racer as a cultural phenomenon. The Kentucky Derby is the oldest held continuous sporting event in the United States. Unlike most famous sporting events, it is performed every year virtually unmoved by large scale historical events like the Great Depression, the World Wars, and even COVID-19. Okay, next question. Sasha from Puerto Rico tweeted this question. How did the Derby come to be? I think that's a great question. In 1872, Meriwether Lewis Clark, grandson of the famous William Clark of the Lewis and Clark Expedition, visited England and attended the Epsom Derby. The Epsom Derby had been around since 1780 and was a well-respected race throughout several European countries. Clark was deeply influenced by the race. Upon returning to the States, he set out to create, you know, one of similar stature on the American soil. He was granted the needed land of, to build a racetrack by his uncle John and Henry Churchill. This stretch of land in Louisville, Kentucky, became the first permanent competitive horse racing racetrack in the United States. A group of dedicated race fans crafted the name Louisville Jockey Club. In May of 1875, the Louisville Jockey Club opened for the first ever Kentucky Derby. Okay, well, Annie from Bradenton, Florida asked, how do horses qualify for the Kentucky Derby? That's another great question. Qualifying for the Kentucky Derby is definitely not easy, Annie. There's a series of prep races that take place throughout the year leading up to the famed race. The top four finishers from each of those races receive a set amount of points. Of those finishers, the 20 with the most points qualify for the Derby. That's right. Those are qualifying races. So what are some Derby traditions? And that question came from Chuck oh, okay. of Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Well, Chuck, like most beloved sporting events, the Kentucky Derby has its fair share of traditions. The, fe the favorite drink of attendees is the mint julep, a drink composed of bourbon, mint, and sugar syrup. Burgoo, a stew of beef, chicken, pork, and vegetables, is a popular meal. Wearing hats represents good luck, and there are some great hats worn each year by both men and women. Women here often wear lavish hats and elaborate fascinators like what you're wearing today. Mm -hmm. Men wear toppers, too, and many suit up with their decorative horsey tie. And every year, the University of Louisville Cardinal Marching Band plays My Old Kentucky Home, written by Stephen Foster. The song has been played at the race since 1921, and it's a favorite of the spectators. Okay, so we have answered all of your great questions. And you know what? Now let's get on with our Derby coverage after a great commercial break. 
the corn tops ripe and the meadows in the blue while the birds make music all the day the young folks roll on the little cabin floor all merry all happy and bright by and by hard times comes a knocking at the door then my old kentucky home good night weep no more my lady oh weep no more today we will sing one song for the old kentucky home for the old kentucky home far away they're off in the kentucky derby You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. What would you do with two and a half more years with your dog? Two and a half more years of fetch, of walks, of love. Studies show that overweight dogs live two and a half years less on average than dogs at a healthy weight. But Slim Paws is here to help. Veterinarian recommended weight loss in one daily chew for your dog. Slim Paws, for the long, healthy life of your dog. My name is Michelle Schaefer. I'm the mom of three boys, and I'm from Haddonfield and North Wildwood, New Jersey. I met Aladdin through my work with Lilo's Promise Animal Rescue, and I foster the emaciated dogs that come into our program. Aladdin came to us. He had been dumped at the side of the road. He weighed about 18 pounds. He had broken bones, other wounds, and he was missing 12 teeth. He was the worst abuse case I had ever seen. The most moving experience that I've had while working with Aladdin were when we were first responders at the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida. And Aladdin usually works off leash. He was on leash that night and he led me over to a very specific person. And here that man had been in the nightclub the night of the shootings. He and Aladdin shared a very special moment that really made me cry. Aladdin has changed the way I see the world in a million different ways. The main thing is to treat people with kindness and compassion. My name is Michelle Schaefer, and Aladdin and I are individuals. Warmer temperatures mean more time outside. You have sunscreen for yourself, but what about Fido? According to the American Animal Hospital Association and the American College of Veterinary Dermatology, pets need sunscreen too. I love two things, sports and my dog Chester. Where I go, he goes. To the beach, to play soccer, everywhere. We spend a lot of time together in the sun, so I always carry a can of EpiPet sunscreen. So Chester is protected from the sun's harmful UV rays. I just spray it on and I don't have to worry. Chester is protected, so I know my sports buddies can be with me for a long time. Thanks, EpiPet. 
Use EpiPet Sun Protector, the only FDA-approved pet sunscreen on short-haired, light-colored, hairless, golden retrievers, and other dogs susceptible to skin cancer. Contained in a sports bottle, EpiPet allows you to turn the bottle upside down, making it easier to spray your dog all over to protect your dog from the sun all day and every day. Visit epi-pet.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Pet Buzz this morning. The show is hosted by the Dynamic Pet Duo. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. And this is our special KY Derby programming. How exciting. You know, every year on the first Saturday in May, thousands of guests gather under the Twin Spires at Churchill Downs to create lifelong memories with their friends, family, and hopefully a great win to get your dollars out. Okay, so let's find out some of the specifics about this year's Derby with our next guest. And joining us today to talk Derby is Darren Rogers, Churchill Downs spokesperson. Welcome to the Pet Buzz, Darren. We're excited to have you here. Well, excited to join you. Happy Derby. Happy, Happy Derby, Derby you yes. too. So, Darren, you know, COVID has changed our lives uh, for a long time. So, <laughs> what can we expect this year at Churchill Downs? I mean, how has COVID changed your policies? procedures and protocols. Sure. You know, you might recall that last year we had to reposition the Derby off the first Saturday in May to the first Saturday in September, and we had no fans. Fans are the lifeblood of horse racing, the passion behind it. The horses are uh, running down the stretch. You hear them yelling and screaming for the horse that they bet on. Um, So we've missed our fans and we're excited to, to welcome them back, albeit it'll be at a reduced capacity. We're as we have been operating since last May, uh, we're following all the recommended guidelines from state and local health officials, along with the CDC. Now, one of the things I understand this year, you're going to have to be wearing masks, correct? Yep. Yep. So correct. I, I went ahead because I've already bought my derby stuff. I bought it about three weeks ago from <laughs> KY Derby, as well as buying my posters from the Derby Museum. See, glasses. Here we go. Yep. Love it. Um, now. Just so everyone knows, if they go to the KY Derby site, they can get some great themed masses. Or, you know, we bought so many last year for friends who came to our derby party since we weren't at Churchill Downs. So it's a great idea. Don't wait. Go now. If you want to celebrate, if you're going, go get a themed mask because that's the way to go. You can find one that looks great with your outfit. Well, it's exciting to know that that the crowd's coming back. It sounds like a great transition. And so, you know, Derby Week, because we've been up there before, is, is such a great week. What's the schedule look like this year? We open up on Saturday night. Night racing will take place at 6 o'clock. We're partnering with uh, Fun for the Arts here in Louisville, so there'll be some theatrical performances on the Kentucky Derby uh, presentation stand out in the infield where you may know it is uh, the place where Steve Buttleman, our bugler, annually blows the call yep. to the post. And then we'll come back after dark days on on Sunday and Monday of Derby Week. Uh, We'll come back with racing on Tuesday, uh, Champions for Change. Uh, We're going to celebrate the African-American heritage of jockeys and other people in our industry, bringing change to, uh, you know, 15 of the first 28 jockeys that won the Kentucky Derby were African-Americans. And uh, in the early 19th century, the Jim Crow laws forced uh, those jockeys out. We need to do better as an industry. We're committed here at Churchill Downs to uh, bringing that legacy to uh, young black people 
showing them career opportunities. And so that'll be taking place on Tuesday of Derby Week. And then we have racing on Wednesday, Derby, and then Kentucky Oaks Day is always the Friday before the Derby. Tell their, our listening audience what the Oaks is. Oh, you know what? I, I always like to joke that Kentucky Oaks is probably the largest attended sporting event in the world that nobody really knows what it is. Yeah. The Kentucky Oaks is the sister race to the Derby. As you know, the Kentucky Derby is for three-year-old thoroughbreds. You only get one opportunity in your lifetime to try and uh, complete that mile and a quarter classic test on the first Saturday in May. Same goes for the Phillies. The three-year-old Phillies, they run the day prior going a mile eighth in the $1.2 million uh, uh, long jeans Kentucky Oaks. We celebrate women's causes that day. Pink is the official color of the Kentucky Oaks and the, the Oaks Lily. Instead of the garland of roses for the Colts, the Phillies are uh, running for a garland of lilies. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> it's a great I'm time of year. Ready. I'm getting ready. You know, I, one of the things I always love about Oak State, it looks like someone just took some Pepto-Bismol it's and so covered much fun, everything isn't it? <laughs> in pink. And I just, I love it. And, you know, the ladies bring it on. And it is so much and fun. Long Jean brings it on and Woodford Reserve brings it on. And then, of course, you've got to drink your lilies. Yeah, what was that? Was it the lilies to drink, right? For the, yeah, yeah, the Oaks, the yeah. Oaks lilies, a Oaks great, lily. a great lily. concoction. And guys can drink it, too. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, yep. I'll consume yep. my share of Lily. <laughs> I, I, I've got my Flinlandia recipe ready to go. Okay. 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 So you had a question, Dr. Fleck. How many horses will compete in this year's Derby? Well, we have a brand new 20 stall starting gate, and oh. uh, we expect uh, each stall in the gate to be filled. So I would say 20 horses, you know, annually, just so you know, uh, about uh, 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 22,000 thoroughbreds are born each year. Of those 22,000, about half of them make it to the racetrack uh, by the time the derbies run. Uh, of that, only about 350 are nominated to the Triple Crown. And we have a Road to the Kentucky Derby Series. It's 35 different races. The points are assigned uh, by finishing in the top four. Well, the top 20 point earners will earn a spot in the starting gate. So not only is it a privilege to be crowned a Kentucky Derby champion, but really, Hats off to all the owners and trainers and their stable hands for all the hard work that they've done. It is truly an accomplishment to be one of those top 20 horses in the starting gate on Kentucky Derby Day. Uh, we love Churchill Downs. We're sorry we can't be there. But, we love the people there, too. And we love the people. Oh, been, I mean, really. They're, they're so nice and they're so inviting and, and they, they just make you feel, wow, okay. you're part of the whole but thing. But here's my favorite thing. Yes. The KY Derby Museum. So you've got to go. You've got to put that on your bucket list. Put it on your bucket list. You know, that has to be definitely a stop. You know, that's one of the most amazing things that I have ever seen. And I've been in museums around the world. I've lived all over the world. And it's one of the most amazing things to sit in that amphitheater and to watch the movie on a. It's like one yes. of the only theaters in the country. Yes. What we're saying is it's such an amazing event and it's more than just the race. Yeah, Everybody. It's so much more than the it's so much more than the, the, the you know, the, the two minutes yep. that uh, it takes to run the race. It's definitely a scene. Like we said, it's a bucket list item. It's always one of the it makes every top 10 sporting event list north of 10 million viewers will be watching on television around the world. You know, and I think why it's such a, an important event, in addition to the amazing equine athletes that we have uh, and, and, and also our jockeys as well. But the food the fashion, the spectacle, 
of the Derby is what really makes this event go so strong as it has for 147 years. Darren, my juices are running. I'm ready. (laughs) Come on. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm sure our listeners got to have some juices running now too. (laughs) I hope so. I know we're ready. Well, we're ready and we're going to be following Derby coverage all the way up until the Derby. I get really excited when we have the post business on Tuesday. You've got to follow our social media uh, channels to see what we're doing, to see what I'm cooking, to see what I'm wearing, to see what we're what games we're playing. And of course, the betting. So everybody, uh, just to remind you, that was Darren Rogers, Senior Director, Communications Media Service Spokesperson for Churchill Down Racetrack. So learn more about this year's 147th Running of the Roses visit kyderby.com. You got to stick around because we've got more of the pet buzz up very soon. Next up, we're going to learn about this year's contenders with the very popular racing journalist and author, Steve Haskin. And later in the show, stick around for a premiere to betting on the most popular U.S. horse race with one of the most famous bookmakers in the country. I'm in I'm in I'm in When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? EpiPet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. We first heard about EpiPet at our local rescue shelter where our family adopted Lucy, a 10-year-old yellow lab. She was in tough shape, but we noticed within just a few days how soft and thick her coat was getting. She has more energy now, loves to chase her favorite tennis ball, and most importantly, how happy and healthy Lucy is now. We could not be happier. Thanks, EpiPet. To order better pet health for your dog or cat, just visit epi-pet.com. That's epi-pet.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Today we're talking about the run for the roses and which racer will be adorned with the beautiful garland of 554 roses. Wow, created, 554. Created by Kroger. Yeah. It's the best time of the show now because he's back. And we're always glad to have him <laughs> join us to talk about the 147th KY Derby Stakes. And him who we're talking about is, we welcome back Steve Haskin, who has gained recognition for his annual coverage of the Kentucky Derby, first as a national correspondent for the Daily Racing Forum, and then as senior correspondent at the Blood Horse. He has been elected to the National Museum of Racing Hall of Fame, Media Roll of Honor Roll 2016. He now writes as the Askin Haskins column and blog. Wait, what, what? what's up with you and the S's? It's Askin Haskin <laughs> column. And Steve, it's always great to have you back. Yes, it is. And welcome back to our show, The Pet Buzz, Steve. You know, I, get, I didn't tell Dr. Fleck this, but I was talking to this, this guy from Kentucky. He's a professor at University of Kentucky. He's written a few books. He wrote Why the Derby is a Cultural Phenomena. 
And I told him who was going to be on the show to like, you know, get him involved, get him like lure him in because he's not <laughs> not used to not used to working with me. And he goes, you got Steve Haskin. You don't need me. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm rather shy. I said, well, you know, your mom gave me your phone number. <laughs> your and, mom did. <laughs> yes. And this was uh, this was uh, John C. Nicholson. Right. You know, him, Steve, right. He wrote wrote a few books, book about the depths. Yeah, I told him to say that. You told him to say he was very shy? No, I told him to say, well, if you got me on, you don't need anybody else. <laughs> good move. <laughs> well, that was a good move. But, you know, we between you and Johnny Ivello and Darren Rogers, I think we got a great oh, show. We, we got your top people. Okay. That's for sure. So I'm going to come right out of the starting gate and ask you, what horses are the top three KY Derby contenders? I'm asking, asking. Well, let's put it this way. There's very little separating these horses it's a very wide open field other than essential quality who's the undefeated uh two-year-old champion he's going to be the big favorite in the race and there's no doubt about it but there's question marks with almost all of them but right now i'd say the three contenders would be essential quality rock your world who could be any kind of horse he could be a superstar we just don't know yet because he's only had three starts and known agenda a horse that i've i've latched onto since he was a two-year-old Always liked him, and they put blinkers on him two races back, and he's won both races, including the Florida Derby, and he's getting really good right now. So those, to me, would be the three top horses right now, with Hot Rod Charlie, the Louisiana Derby winner, right behind them. Okay. Dr. Fluck, you had a question. Well, I had to mark all the horses here. Sure. you got to take your notes because you need it. You need as I much need advice my, as I possible. Need, okay. I do. Well, you know the Derby qualifiers, Panadol, Rambauer and concert tours, they're already out of the Derby, and I'm sure others will be out. So what horses will have an advantage from their absence? Well, basically the horses that are getting in with them coming out, because there have been several horses that have been waiting for weeks for somebody to drop out, because you're only allowed 20, obviously, and you've got horses listed at 21, 22, 23, even horses up to 26, 27 are just waiting. And so several horses have gotten in. Obviously, their connections are, are thrilled with that. In the case of Panadol, who is a confirmed front runner and who has been training in Dubai, who was second in the UAE Derby and concert tour, who also was a speed horse and who also was out. So with those two horses out, it's definitely going to help Caddo River, who was just declared in because concert tour came out. He's in now because he now is the likely pace setter. There's no other true speed horses in the race because the others dropped out. Doesn't Steve sound like his brain is an algorithm? Just find myself, as I always say, I'm always hearing Steve in my brain right up to Derby Day. <laughs> okay, if you've just joined us here at the Peppas, we're talking with legendary horse racing journalist and author Steve Haskin about the Derby contenders. Okay, so, you know, this Black Lives Matter, everything, you know, we've got a million things going on. The trend is to know what's going on in the communities, talk about minorities. Talk to us about jockey Kendrick Carmouche and Bourbonic, the horse trained by Todd Pletcher. How exciting is that? It's very exciting. I mean, it's a great story because, uh, you know, Kendrick Carmouche is one of the most well-liked jockeys in New York. And being African-American, if he won, it would be a throwback to the late 1800s when black jockeys dominated the sport. The greatest jockeys in the sport were all black. And as the years progressed into the 1900s, they just disappeared. 
and we didn't see any black jockeys, and we see them, you know, just occasionally now, mm-hmm. and they're not really top jockeys. But Kendrick Carmouche is a very, very good jockey, and he did an incredible job. On well, you know, there's two ways of pronouncing it, but there's Borbonic, which sounds like a plague, or <laughs> Bourbonic, and Bur- Bourbonic actually is an adjective describing the House of Bourbon. Which where you got, of course, Bourbon, Kentucky, you know that whole connection sure. there. So I think it's I think it's Bourbonic, but everybody says Bourbonic. But I just thought I would throw that in. Stories now, within stories. Stories within stories. And you know yeah, what? I like exactly. the fact that he's from Louisiana. His father was a jockey, and his father said, "Get yeah. out of town and go for the gold." So, and you know, one of one of his recent expressions was, "You know, I'm in it. I'm in it for the run for the roses." Yeah, well, exactly. You know, lo- you know, a lot of these jockeys, they stay at the smaller racetracks. They'd rather be big fish in a little pond than come to New York and get lost. Uh, uh, Kendrick Carmouche came in. He's very enthusiastic, just a really nice guy. And everybody, everybody in New York just uh, just loves him. But most people are considering the wood a fluke. And he's going to be a long shot. Obviously not 72 to 1. There's an expression in racing. If you're looking to bet him in the Kentucky Derby now, there's an expression that goes, if you miss the wedding, don't go to the funeral. <laughs> so if you didn't have him the first time, don't bother betting him the second time. But in this case, if you feel he's a good horse, because he's unbelievably bred, he's got incredible pedigree, bred to run all day, and his class on both sides of his pedigree. But if you feel that he is a good horse who maybe just now is finding himself, you know, you can figure, well, yeah, I missed the wedding, but I can still attend the honeymoon. Yeah, but you know how it is, Steve. Could, you know how it is. You got a good horse, good but you got a good jockey, too. I mean, you know, we've talked about on the show, the history. I'm reading a book now about black jockeys, and it's just amazing what some of the first Kentucky Derby winners had to deal with. Okay. Hey, like all, uh, like you know, all. Isaac Murphy, Jimmy Wingfield. Sure. I mean, you know, they, were, they were the greatest jockeys, and it would yeah. be a great story. And what better year for a black jockey to win the Derby than this year? Like all great athletes and all great people that want to become great, you got to run for the roses. So we just give him credit for that. Okay, we got to keep going on. So give us your top three picks. <laughs> well, my I'm going to go with my, my three ranked horses. I've got Rocky World on top because of his high ceiling. I think he could be a super horse, although he's only had three starts and is up against it. Um, I'm going with Known Agenda second because he's a horse I discovered early on, and he's really progressing the right way. And... Um, Essential quality third. He he should be he should be first. He's the likely winner of the race. But I don't feel like being boring this year. I feel like going out on a limb a little bit. So I I have him third. Doctor Fleck just scribbled all that stuff down. <laughs> oh, I've got the horse. I got the sheet right in front of me. Okay. <laughs> I need that this year. Yeah. I need that this year. Just got to go on my Derby rankings and read all my comments on them. That's all. Steve, this is so much fun. Thanks for joining us. Hi, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. We look forward to next year with you. Now, Steve will be back. He'll be back in a few weeks. It's always exciting to have American horse racing journalist and author Steve Haskin. No, Haskin. <laughs> Join us. You know, I always, like I said, I always find myself thinking about him and his insights on racing day, but even prior. And that's why I follow him regularly on secretariat.com to read Askin Haskin, the column and the blog. You know, I love it when he used to Come get down, over. used to get down and dirty with the Derby dozens. Well, we're going to let you go. Thanks a lot. <laughs>
Take care. You know what? Next time I come to New York, I'll, I'll bring the mint juleps. That sounds good to me. Okay. Listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and our buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Tever Pet knows there's a lot in your life that you worry about. We want to make sure your pet's flea and tick protection isn't one of them. Tever Pet offers vet quality flea and tick protection that has the same active ingredients as leading brands like Canine Advantix 2 and Frontline Plus, but that cost much less, which means you can give your pet total flea protection worry-free. And the best part is you can get Tever Pet flea and tick topicals delivered right to your door when you shop on TeverPet.com. Tever Pet, helping you and your pet live your best life. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We are urban. Suburban. And and country. country. You know, we hope that our special Kentucky Derby programming is building your excitement for the longest continuously held sporting event in the United States coming on May 1st. Yeah, it's coming up. I mean, I just can't believe it. Well, now it's time to place your bets. Betting on the Kentucky Derby Stakes race means more than choosing a horse because of its name or even the color of its racing silks. So what do we need to know? Our next guest is going to give us the down and derby. Ah, that's down and dirty oh, yeah. advice about betting on the race. And joining us on the Pet Buzz is famed bookmaker Johnny Avello. Johnny was the Win Las Vegas Sportsbook Director before leaving to join DraftKings as the head of its sportsbook. Hello, Johnny, and welcome to the Pet Buzz today. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, this, this is exciting. Derby. Happy, Happy Derby. Derby. Happy you know, Derby. I raise my glass and my fascinator falls out. I don't know if that's going to be a problem for the rest of the show, but we'll we'll make it work. OK, go ahead, Dr. Fleck. You had a question. OK, for number one, what's the best way to increase my racing knowledge before betting on the Derby? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of websites you can go to who supply uh, information that's going on about the Derby, the horses that are running, uh, how they're working out. And those those places would be uh, Daily Race, DRF, it's called DailyRacingForum.com, HorseRacingNation.com, and Brisnet.com. All three of them uh, give you sufficient information about the Derby. Okay, that's cool. I mean, one of the things you always told me is to make a study of the contenders, see if they've raced on that track before at Churchill. Johnny's biggest thing he told me was learn about the turf, learn about the grass. I thought he was crazy. Oh the my first God, time you've given her that. too much information. But unlike you with Johnny's info <laughs> and education, I have won and you have picked losers. <laughs> okay. So 
Johnny, in preparation for the big race, should we be looking at like replays and like you said, learn about some of these experts, you know, like you, should I check out these expert opinions? I think replays are good to look at. You can punch in, go to YouTube and ask for a certain race. Say, I want to see the, uh, you know, the Wood Memorial, the 2021 Wood Memorial, and you can watch the horses run and get an idea of uh, their running style. Do they come from behind? Are they front runners? Uh, so, you know, that's that's also good. Uh, but, you know, you you got to be careful that uh, it things don't take you away from, you know, what you want your selection to be. So don't let things alter what your opinion may be from your gut feeling, so to speak. In other words, too much information could be a bad <laughs> yeah, thing. Exactly. <laughs> OK, we know we uh, we see odds all the time. What do odds mean in horse racing and how they determine the Churchill Downs? The way they're determined is that there's a morning line and that's made by the track uh, odds maker. And he puts up a morning line just to kind of gauge on what he feels the horse's odds should be. And then that gives the better an idea of, you know, where that horse ranks among the others. But the real odds are going to be bet through the paramutual system. And what that means is as the money enters one big pool, odds will change based on how much money certain horses are getting. And so what you'll receive are the odds when the horses leave the gate, that's the odds that you're going to receive. So regardless of what they are two days before, when that gate opens up and the, those odds are posted on the tote board, that's the odds you're going to receive. So, you know, here's the thing, because things always change day to day, at least a week to 10 days before the Derby. I mean, Bob Baffert, one of his horses is out now. That mm -hmm. happened yesterday. He's saving mm -hmm. he's saving the that chutzpah, that bravado for uh, the Preakness. So when's the best time to bet on this race? Like five minutes before, after the post positions? What should we what should we think about? Well, that depends on where you are and where you're going to bet it. If you're in a bricks and mortar location, sometimes it gets awful crowded and the lines are long. And so therefore, if you wait too long, there's a possibility you could get shut out. But my experience in bricks and mortar locations uh, are that people try to find their seat before the race goes off. So sometimes just before the race goes off about a minute or two, that's when there are no lines. The people have made their bets and they're, and they're already in their area where they're gonna watch the race. Uh, the way most people are going to bet this race is they're going to bet it through uh, an online uh, provider. Uh, unfortunately, at DraftKings, we do not have that yet. Uh, yeah, platform yeah. bet horses yet, but it's coming. So there are many out there you can choose from. And so there, there's a variety of ways if you want to bet it. There's a variety of ways to do that. Yeah, but if you're going to be betting online, does it get crowded towards that last 10 minutes? And can you be shut out there, too? No, no, they have they have tremendous amount of bandwidth, so they can uh, withstand any amount of bets that are coming through. Okay, I'm gonna fingers crossed. Now that I say that, <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm a novice. Okay, what are the best bets to place on the race for new players, a novice, players looking to explore, and adventure seekers? An easy way to bet is to bet a horse to win, place, or show. That's the coming first, second, or third. So obviously that's a, you know, a very easy way to make a bet and watch the race. But adventure seekers, you said, 
Uh, I think you go a little bit deeper and try to pick the horses that'll come in first, second, and third. And that's when these these pools are have a lot of money in them. And that's when you, you can really put some uh, bigger numbers together, payoffs. Uh, so I think for the adventure seekers, you, you try to bet trifectus. Exactus, which you have to pick first and second, and trifectus, where you have to pick exactly first, second, and third. Okay, is there like a, a mixed bag? What's the mixed bag? Like I could just pick five horses or three horses. Is there a mixed bag? Yes. If you feel like you may have a horse that is going to be the winner, maybe you put that horse on top and then you sprinkle the other horses in the second and the third positions. If you're unclear that you don't have really a winning horse that you, you just like them all equally, then what you do is you call it a box and you box those horses. And regardless of what order they come in, as long as they come in first, second and third, you'll win your bet. Okay, that might be for me, the box. <laughs> you know, what I find about the Derby, it's kind of like the weather. You never know what's going to happen. So it's always a good idea to bet on a long shot. So uh, what do you think, Johnny? Any more advice, any hints? Who looks good to you? Well, you know, Charlotte, you brought up an interesting word there, weather. And, you know, <laughs> Churchill Downs is in a part of the country where, uh, you know, it rains quite frequently down there. So we don't know what the weather is going to be that day. And if the if it is inclement weather, uh, that just throws an absolute wrench into the race. And, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of strange things happen on, on those type of days. Of course, your favorites are in the race are essential quality. will probably go off somewhere around three to one or two and a half to one. And then there's known agenda will probably go off four or five to one. But we got to live dangerously, right? I mean, of you course. know, anybody yeah. can pick those. So, you know, maybe you should go down a little bit and look at horses like Bourbonic and Dynamic One. And, uh, you know, there's a horse in there about whiskey bourbon. So maybe, you know, if you like bourbon, put it together some Bourbonic and some whiskey bourbon and, you know, that type of stuff. And who knows? Maybe that's how you connect the dots. Yeah. You know, it's just such a treat having Johnny Avello here. He's not only the head of DraftKings Sportsbook, but he's one of the leading bookmakers in the country. He's been a dear friend. I first met Johnny years ago when he was making the odds for the dog. Just look at show. his personality. He's out of he's just out of it, man. He's great. He's, great. Well, he's wonderful. You know, so Johnny, thanks again. We love you. Thanks. Great seeing you guys. And you look wonderful. Thank uh. you. They're off in the Kentucky Derby. I gotta tell you, it's yeah. a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Already? That's already a wrap. Okay, well, get, that means that we're getting ready for it. We're then. getting ready. We're getting ready for the party this as the year. As the powers that be, I gotta give you a preview of next week's show. So, next week, we're gonna talk about Cushing's and Addison's disease in dogs, dogs saving dogs, and the fight to save India's most elusive cat. But Dr. Fleck, take a second and thank our guests. Great guests this week, Darren Rogers, Steve Haskins, and Johnny Avello. Johnny Avello, my heart. Okay, and we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin coat and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. And if you have any questions, write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. We'll try to cover it next week on and our show. And if you've missed any portion of this show or you've missed my fascinator keep falling off, falling off, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channel and listen to the Link podcast on Monday morning. You'll definitely want to listen to this show again 
prior Absolutely. to getting your derby Yes, on. get ready. Okay. Most importantly, they'll remember we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Tune in each week for the latest 411 on everything pet related. Visit our website at www.thepetbuzz.com. Learn more about us, the show, and our guests.